This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. There's music in the air. I'm writing a new song. So let's get things started. So, who would like to start? I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, March 19th through Sunday, March 21st. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. HBO is getting into the game of shows. The network is reportedly developing three prequel projects set in George R.R. Martin's fantasy world. One prospective series, according to Deadline, which first reported the news, is titled Nine Voyages and would focus on Corlin Velaryon, also known as the Sea Snake, who is hailed as the greatest seafarer in the history of the Seven Kingdoms. Another is set some 1,000 years before the events of Game of Thrones and would follow Princess Nymeria, an ancestor of House Martell who conquered and ruled Dorne. The third is set in Flea Bottom, the King's Landing slum featured in the original series where the poorest residents of the Westeros capital live. Singer Pink has announced that a new documentary about her record-breaking 2019 tour Beautiful Trauma will debut May 21st on Amazon Prime. Titled All I Know So Far, the film will provide a behind-the-scenes look at her life as a globe-trotting entertainer, wife, and mother. Sharon Stone is telling all in her upcoming memoir, The Beauty of Living Twice, opening up about the role that made her a star, Basic Instinct, as well as several exploitative moments she experienced as a woman in Hollywood. In an excerpt shared with Vanity Fair, she reveals that an unnamed producer suggested to her in a private meeting in his office that she should sleep with a male co-star so they have more chemistry. She says another director refused to film her because she wouldn't, quote, sit in his lap and take direction. Stone's memoir will be available March 30th. You can read more from that, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more at EW.com. Now we're serving up this weekend's picks, starting with number five, Servant. The weirdest and wildest Apple TV Plus series wraps up its second season today with a finale that producer M. Night Shyamalan promises will be a game-changer and a mind-blower. Written and directed by Shyamalan's daughter Ashana, the episode sees the unexpected arrival of a new character that threatens to tear apart Dorothy and Sean, leaving Leanne defenseless. That new character will act as a bridge between this season and the future of the show, which, according to Shyamalan, will bring Leanne's story to the fore. Here's the filmmaker discussing this with EW's Christian Holub. Well, there's two mythologies, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. So there's this, essentially, the, the first season is essentially the, 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 the doll, essentially. Yeah. And, the, and what is the doll, the baby or not a baby? But really, there's a, there's two storylines here. One is the family here mm-hmm. that's refusing to mourn, and that that I find endlessly interesting. Yeah. The three of them refusing to accept what happened. But on top of that is the story of Leanne, mm-hmm. and 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 that's the title character. 
Yeah. And that story is just beginning. Mm-hmm. And so that's and so essentially at the end of season two, you should have you you'll you'll know what the show is really about. Yeah. At the end, like two ten, you'll be like, oh shit. Sounds like this one is a must-see. You can stream Servants Season 2 finale now on Apple TV+. Let's head from Philly down to the bayou for our number four pick. After last summer's Castile family movies, Lifetime is kicking off another movie series this weekend based on V.C. Andrews' best-selling books. This time, they're bringing the Landry family series to the screen, centering on Ruby Landry, who's ensnared in a world of dark family secrets and betrayal after discovering that she has an estranged family living in New Orleans. Here's a preview. Giselle Dumas, meet Ruby Landry. She's your sister. I don't accept this. I hear you're a swamp girl. You animals! There's a storm coming. Ruby, I love you. We are brother and sister. Something bad is gonna happen. I can feel it. The first movie, Ruby, debuting Saturday at 8 p.m., sees Ruby fling the bayou for New Orleans after the death of her beloved grandmother to track down her mysterious father. Then comes Pearl in the Mist on Sunday at 8, finding Ruby sent to boarding school with her twin sister Giselle, where she must contend with a cruel headmistress, mockery, and mistreatment. To put it in Stefan terms, these Lifetime movies have everything. Secret siblings, forbidden love, comas, betrayal, and much more. Don't miss them. There's so much good TV out there right now, it's hard for everyone to keep up. And that goes for celebrities, too. David Oyelowo recently spoke to EW's Tyler Aquilina and had an unexpected answer to the question, what you watching? You know what? I'm really, really late to the party, but I just watched Fosse Burden. Oh. Um, yeah. I, 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 know, I know I'm like two, three years late. I guess it's because I'm working with Sam Rockwell right now. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Sam Rockwell and Michelle Williams in that thing, beastly, just incredible. Um, I watched that, and uh, and I actually thought I, I, I may destroy you uh, recently as well, which I, I just think is a, another transcendent uh, uh, piece of television. And you know, a film that I just was so affected by and loved, and I don't know why it isn't up for every award right now, is uh, Black is King. Mm. You know, the Beyonce film on Disney Plus. I just thought that is a magnificent piece of art. I, I watched it. I, it spoke to me, and I, I just loved it deeply. That that really really had an impact on me. Some fantastic picks there. If you too are late to the party on Fosse Verdon, it's a terrific watch. You can stream that on Hulu, and you can find I May Destroy You on HBO Max. Now back to this weekend's picks. To all the pranksters out there, be warned. Blake Griffin is coming for you. Our number three pick is True TV's new limited series, Double Cross with Blake Griffin, which features the NBA star in a new, devious twist on the prank show. Each episode sees Griffin conspire with people who are tired of being the butt of pranks to help them get revenge on their unsuspecting prankster, the titular Double Cross. Griffin recently took a time out to speak with EW's Derek Lawrence about his favorite parts of working on the show. I think one of my favorite parts was just like the reaction. You know, some people was like immediate, like, oh my gosh, some people it just like took them forever. 
Um, some people, I think, still were a little bit upset. Um, uh, that was probably my favorite favorite part, was just kind of seeing everybody's reaction. Sitting in the control room and watching it all un, un, unfold um, was, was my favorite part, um, just because, you know, you're watching it in real time, you're seeing, like, all this stuff, um, sort of all the behind the scenes that maybe didn't make the cut, but um, it, it's so funny and, and um, you know, necessary to make the prank work. And they go big on those pranks, expect people falling out of windows, fake police raids, and much, much more. It all begins with back-to-back episodes on True TV starting at 5.30 on Friday, followed by two more at the same time on Saturday. It's trivia time. Genius Aretha, starring Cynthia Erivo as Aretha Franklin, finally arrives this weekend. More on that soon. But first, a question about the Queen of Soul herself. Franklin performed at the inauguration festivities of three presidents, starting with which one? Ronald Reagan, Jimmy Carter, or John F. Kennedy? Stick around for the answer. Our top two picks and soundbite of the week are coming up. What to watch? We'll be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. It's anybody's game on RuPaul's Drag Race. Well, that's what they keep telling each other, but don't you think they're two front runners? Anyway, this week, as seen in the first 10 minutes that were released early, before the maxi challenge, the queens are kikiing in the workroom where shade is thrown and math is difficult. It's our soundbite of the week. I'm ready for it to be top four. Let's just keep going. Let's keep going. Yeah, you will have fun watching it. It's going to be, uh... <laughs> Shady! Yeah, it's going to be real cute when I sneak right by you, it says. It's going to be real cute. So you're going to by you at the airport on the way home, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You do have $25,000. 25? I want 25000 Like two, no, come on. No, no. 2500 baby. Just let like it go. Like two, come no, on, five, zero, zero. Yeah, it's 2500 2,500, not 25,000. I hope it's not a math problem today. <laughs> <laughs> Commas are hard, y'all. RuPaul's Drag Race airs tonight at 8 on VH1. Number two. Now let's give some R-E-S-P-E-C-T to our number two pick, Genius Aretha. The latest edition of National Geographic's anthology series stars Cynthia Erivo as iconic singer Aretha Franklin, bringing both her acting talent and her powerful vocal pipes to the role. Dubbed the Queen of Soul, Franklin was a gospel prodigy, an outspoken civil rights champion, and widely considered the greatest singer of the past 50 years, with such notable tunes as Respect, A Natural Woman, Think, and more. Created by Pulitzer-winning playwright Susan Laurie Parks, Genius Aretha will cover Franklin's youth on the gospel circuit, her rise to stardom, her activism, and her tumultuous personal life. Here's a preview. In recognition of all you've done, the people of the world hereby crown you Queen of Soul! Make sure the world only sees the Aretha Franklin you want them to. 
You're gonna remember her name, Aretha. Just too young to go out there. It's easier for a woman to be the helpmate of a king than it is for a man to be the helpmate of a queen. Don't let that queen thing go to your head. I don't let that queen thing go wherever I wanted to. Yep, that is really Erivo singing those songs. In fact, it was a performance of one of Franklin's songs, totally outside of an audition, that helped her land the role. She recently recounted the truly wild story to EW's Maureen Lee Linker. Take a listen. I'm on the red carpet and Mark from... and I don't want to get this wrong, but I think it's Variety, asks me to sing my Guilty Pleasure song. And I say, well, my Guilty Pleasure song is... No, he doesn't ask me to sing it. He says, what's your Guilty Pleasure song? What's your go-to song? And I say, it's Ain't No Way. He has that small silence that's very knowing that says, well, go and sing it. Sing it. Sing it. So I go, okay, I'll sing it. So I start singing Ain't No Way and I do it like a little bit of the song. And I, unbeknownst to me, that gets sent to someone because I don't think I even saw the interview myself, that interview gets sent to to Clive Davis and Brian Grazer. The rest is sort of history. I get a call from my agent who says, oh, so National Geographic is doing The Next Genius and it's going to be about Aretha Franklin and they would like you to consider playing the role. And there's a meeting coming up if you want to take I was like, how? See, sometimes dreams really do come true in Hollywood. Genius Aretha will air its eight episodes across four consecutive nights starting Sunday at 9 p.m. on National Geographic. And now we are taking flight with our number one pick, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Just two weeks after WandaVision wrapped up, Marvel's next original series launches on Disney Plus today, starring Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan as Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes, respectively. The show sees the two heroes and two best friends of Captain America teaming up to face a global crisis involving a masked militia group and Helmut Zemo, who you may remember as the big bad from Captain America Civil War. The series will also set up what the world of the MCU looks like after Avengers Endgame, and more specifically, without Steve Rogers. As part of EW's The Falcon and the Winter Soldier digital cover, Mackie and Stan talked about the headspace of their characters as they enter a post-Endgame world. Sam Wilson is, is grappling with the idea of what that new normal is after the blip, and figure out how we reacclimate into society. And go, hey, you know, I grew up in the 50s and my mentality is this and this and this, but you know what? Like, wait a minute, that I might have to re-ask those questions. I might have to relearn a couple things. I might have to open my eyes a little bigger here, you know, I, which is something that's very relatable. We've all kind of had to do. And, you know, a lot of the lessons, a lot of the things he learns from, he learned from Steve Rogers plays into that. That's principles, right? That's morals, bigger issues. And then there's also the little ones like, can you work an iPhone? <laughs> There is a lot to delve into there, but let's be honest. The real attraction of the show is the chemistry between Stan and Mackie and how it plays into their characters. Here's Stan on how that manifests in the show. One of the things we were really tackling with tonally for our show was Anthony and I and our rapport, which we have in life, obviously. And, you know, we enjoy working together and busting each other's balls, you know, and, and how do we translate that to the characters in a way that feels you know, not just like we're screwing around, but it actually applies to the text and the story and all that stuff, right? And there's this odd couple kind of counterpart to the two of them that, that, we've, that we really discovered. We can't wait. And fortunately, we don't have to. You can stream the first episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney Plus now. 
And finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. Aretha Franklin performed at three presidents' inauguration festivities, starting with which one? Ronald Reagan, Jimmy Carter, or John F. Kennedy? We hope this one made you think. The answer is Jimmy Carter. Franklin performed at his pre-inauguration party in 1977, later headlining a concert to celebrate Bill Clinton's inauguration and singing My Country Tis of Thee at Barack Obama's ceremony. That is our show for today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow. Be sure to rate and review the show, and of course, follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW, and I'm at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.